welcome to Think Big with Dan and Kasim. And our guest today is Brad Barnes. So Brad, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell our audience um, who you are, what you do. Sure. First of all, thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure to meet you guys. Um, my name is Brad Barnes. I am a performance mindset coach and business strategist. So I support people who are committed to changing people's lives, committed to making an impact on this planet. I support them in making sure they're not what's standing in the way of that maximum impact, which always creates maximum income. So um, that's that's what I do currently, work with humans that are epic, incredible impact driven so i guess what got you into coaching because i feel like you know most coaches who i've met have had some sort of transformation themselves when they decided to get into this industry in a nutshell you nailed it 100 that's exactly what that's exactly what my story looks like but i'll obviously get specific yeah so i had a, a lifelong career in the entertainment industry i was on stage for the first time at eight years old and was just addicted to making people smile, making people happy, making people laugh. And so started on stage and, and had planned my entire life, to be completely honest with you, to have a career on stage performing. And um, I'm one of those people that when I make a commitment, I'm gonna follow that thing through. So I started going to new schools, um, went to Columbia for musical theater. And then summer of my, my uh, second year, I, my career just took off. And um, so I didn't go back and built an entire career. Incredible. Got to perform with Tom Jones, the Beach Boys. Like I just had a beautiful career. And, um, but my personal life was just a, was just crap. Like I was not a good human. I was not taking care of myself. I was in a really ugly relationship. And, um, but I didn't know any different. I never heard of personal development. I'm now 24 in that time. I was 24, still hadn't heard the word personal development. And so everything kind of came to an apex where all of a sudden jobs started falling away. I had two TV shows in development. Then I had zero. I had a record deal on the table. I had nothing. I My wife, she was my fiance at the time, was expecting, we were expecting a daughter and she passed away. And so like my life was just, my the, the universe literally swung me in an entirely new direction. And so someone that really cared about me was like, hey, there's this personal development training. I think you should go do it. And I was like, do anything. Like my life sucks right now. I am miserable. I'll do whatever the heck you tell me to do if it has the potential to turn things around. Because you got to think from eight to 24, I was on a path that was crystal clear. I knew what I wanted to do and I was going to make it happen. And so I stepped into this personal development training and I kid you not, within five minutes of the trainer of this of this workshop, within five minutes of him walking down the aisle, I was like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. Just like that. I Everything shifted. My entire life shifted. Went on to then that man became a mentor for me, training me to do what he was doing. I now train the training that I got to go through six years ago now. And my life has looked just completely different. But yeah, like you said, I transform my life and I think we're always transforming, right? There's no destination, but I realized I was on stage to to make people feel a certain way, to make them happier, to make their lives better. What I really realized was I just found a stronger way to do that. I just found a more powerful way to do that. And so I transitioned everything. And to tell you the truth, the relationship I'm not in anymore, the city I was in, I'm not in anymore, the friends, the people I surround myself, everything is completely transformed 
because I had to. There was nothing working in my life when the one good thing disappeared. What am I living for? You know, and and so it gave me the opportunity to find personal development. And now I'm privileged to have coached thousands of people in so many different ways. And it all started from that rock bottom. What the heck am I going to do with my life? I it's funny. I was talking to one of the guys in my band last week. I promise I'll let, I'll stop after this one. I was talking to one of the guys that was in my band and the apex of all moments was our, our last album release party. And everyone was celebrating and having a good time. And I was just sitting there miserable, like just so miserable. And he'd never asked me before what was going on, but literally two weeks ago, he was like, Hey man, I just, do you remember that party? I was like, yeah, of course. He goes, I don't remember you being there. What happened? What was going on? And and I was like, yeah, I went home. It was, it was our party. It was my album. My, and I went home. What was going on? And I was, I just knew that it wasn't it for me anymore. And that was like the pivotal moment where I just said, I got to find something new. I'm grateful it was something supportive because it easily could have been drugs. It could have been alcohol. It could have been something that wouldn't support me. And now I just got to give as many people the same opportunity. Long story long. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the greatest thing uh, you can say after this personal development? What was the greatest change in your life? The what? What's the adjective? The what change? The the, the most greatest change greatest. in your life after this after this uh, personal development, obviously. Yeah, I I always think about that question. Like out of everything I've learned, what has changed my life in the most powerful way? And I'll tell you, I always come back to one word, and it's responsibility. What I experience is most people have no idea the power of responsibility, and so. I, and I'll, I'll explain it to you in a couple ways. Um, cause it's, I use it two ways. The first, I break it down the ability to respond responsibility. I have the ability to respond however I want in any circumstance. I am not a victim to how I feel like I need to respond or what society says I should respond as, or what my teachers or my past learning said, I actually have the ability to respond however I want in any given moment. That was the first biggest freedom giving moment I got to experience was no, I, I don't have to give someone the middle finger when they cut me off in traffic. I don't have to actually do that. I might want to, and I still might want to, and I don't have to, right? And that seems to be like the most common one people get right away is like, oh yeah, I can turn that middle finger just into a peace sign, right? But instead, you know, most people choose the middle finger. When I learned that definition of responsibility, my life changed forever because I'm now in control of how I show up. But then I go one step further. And I know you said there are a lot of like younger guys listening to this. And yep. I, when I think about what I wish I had learned at 18, it was this, which is I am 100% responsible for everything I am experiencing in my life. I am the eternal source of everything that I see, think, and re create results in, in my life. And when I found that, I then became the most powerful person in my life because I can change anything in my life if I take responsibility for it. If I'm a victim to it, if someone else is responsible for showing up differently, like when I was married in a really unhealthy relationship and I was going, she needs to change, she needs to change, she needs to change. I was a victim to her and my life was never gonna get better. But the second I said, I'm actually creating this and I have the power to shift it, 
I got out of that relationship and now I'm in my dream relationship with the person I'm engaged. I'm about to get married to the person I never thought in a million years I would have ever been able to marry. And that's all a testament to going, okay, I'm the source of why I'm in an abusive relationship. I'm the source of why I'm not being respected in my, in my relationship. Therefore, I also can be the one to change it. And it's not to create blame. It's not to create shame, which it can do if you allow it to, to make you smaller. But if you see it through the lens of I can just, now I can shift it. I couldn't shift it if it's someone else's job to change. But if it's my job to change, you bet I can go out there and do something differently. And so, man, if I was 18 again, like I wish someone would come and hold me down until I heard them and understood every nuance of responsibility. Um, so that's my answer, uh, Kasim, like 100% responsibility. This is, this is completely awesome. Uh, I can understand like, uh, what I perceived is ability to respond. And the second one is respect. Mm. I, I just perceived from your conversation. This is what I perceived. Yeah. I love that. I, I haven't heard it reflected that way, but yeah, if I'm respecting myself enough, I can, I can own how I'm creating it and then I can shift it. I think it's super powerful. Yeah. This is good. This is good. Yeah. So I would ask in terms of like all the people that you work with, like what would you say is are some of the top quality, like the top quality that the most successful people have, like the best, you know, in terms of mindset, like what, like what, it, what differentiates like the top people that you've worked with from, mm. you know, you know, somebody who's in a bad place or like in a rut or, you know, always kind of has like negative mindset. So I'm probably going to give you an answer that no one else is going to give you, which is, I just love that you asked me this question because I am seeing success glorified on social media more now than ever. And, and people are being trained to think about success as the reward, as why they're working, as why they're doing what they're doing. And I think that's horse crap. Focusing on success is fueling the flames of your ego, in my opinion. But so my answer to that is going to be focusing on uncovering why you were born, uncovering what lights your heart on fire so much that you're willing to get so uncomfortable and show up every single day, but it doesn't feel like work because you love it so much and you're so passionate and excited about it. I think that that's the name of the game, finding fulfillment in what you choose to do. And it's hard because chasing money is never going to get you there. I've coached so many people who are like, well, I tried drop shipping. I tried Amazon storefront. I tried an Airbnb. I tried blank. And for some people, that is the thing. Totally. 100%. But not for everybody. And these trending get rich quick schemes that, that a lot of people are falling into. And again, I'm not insulting it because for some people, it's exactly what they're meant to do. But for a lot of other people, they see the success and they think it's so easy and fast. And so they go for it right? And so for me, finding your why, finding the vision for your life. And, and it's the first thing I do with every single client. It's the first day of our trainings. And it's the first place I go with people is why? Why does this matter? Because if you don't know why on the hard days, you're going to quit. You're not going to show up. If your heart's not in it eventually. And I will tell you, dude, I drop shipped everything I could find. I created the Amazon store. I did all of these things and my heart was so not in it that I quit so fast. And I started to believe that I was a quitter, that I was a failure, that I wasn't, I'm not able to be committed. And that was so far from the truth. The truth was that 
the universe source god whatever you believe in it's all beautiful that power was going dude focus over here come on just don't and so of course it had me fail and i'm doing air quote well i guess we're on video had me fail over and over again because it needed me to continue to redirect right so when i look at key to success first thing is something that lights you up the second thing is finding especially for men this is so challenging but all their power and freedom come in finding a way to keep your heart open being willing to let your heart be bruised instead of just putting it in a box where the potential is never there. And so the second thing I would say to, to success is you got to be willing to keep your heart open. You got to be willing to be vulnerable because in the vulnerability is where you go. This is why this is what lights me up. That's vulnerable. It's vulnerable for a man to go. I want to do this thing that I'm really excited and passionate about. That's challenging. And so Look, we can look at people like Elon Musk and, and all these billionaires and try to go, well, they're the example, but I disagree. I think the example is someone, something way more obtainable. The amount of millionaires out there, it's, it's, it's massive. There are a lot of, it's, I think the statistic is like one in 200. And so it's not that freaking hard, but if we're trying to be the Elon Musk and we think that's success, that's this lifetime for him. Yeah. He got the billionaire. He got there this time. Awesome. I love it. But for so many people, that makes it so unobtainable. And the 3,000 steps that he had to take to get there aren't necessary. And so when I talk, when I think about success, I'm like, find what lights you up, open your heart, find a partner if you can that just fans the flames of your success and cheerleads you on. And um, I think it's a formula that's just unstoppable. That's awesome. So I guess, how would you separate, you know, like, like for example, like I have, know people that are passionate about things that are are not lucrative financially or can't be lucrative at the same time it's like you have to pay bills you have to support your family right so it's like how for those you know young people that are going to school and want to pursue their passion something like that they love how do you kind of like mix those two things and do something that you love doing but also you know trying to find a way to make money because you know you have bills to pay obviously right sure Super valid question. The first thing I would say is that I don't think there's anything that you can't make money doing. This is why the fastest growing industry on the planet is e-learning. It's online learning. And so you can teach people simply to do the skill that you're really passionate about. I, I've got clients, I mean, art teachers that teach art online as a way to release your anger or frustration, doing millions of dollars. So I personally would go, I don't know if there's something that you can be truly passionate about that you can't make money doing. I would challenge that one, but you got to be creative. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Uh, so I heard two questions though, because there's the person who's 18, who's ready, can they've got nothing to lose by going all in. And there's the guy who's maybe 45, who just realized that his 20 year career is driving him crazy. And if he doesn't quit, he's going to lose his mind, right? You got two yeah. different. People. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So starting with the latter, first, the first thing I would do is just start spending more time doing what excites you. If you can just start spending more of your free time doing what you really, really love, you'll begin to see the places in which you can transition your life to doing that full time. Is it easy? No, of course not. But it's not supposed to be easy. If being rich was easy, come on now, we'd be, we'd all be loaded living our dream life. And that's not how the world works, right? You get rewarded for choosing to honor what's 
the deepest truth inside of you. And so for that person, I would say, go do more of what you love and just trust the process. And there'll be a moment when you have the opportunity to jump off the cliff and see if you can fly. And I would say, do everything you can to pad those wings and take the dang jump. So that's what I'm talking to the 40 year old guy with the family. And I, I, I honor that so big. It's such a courageous leap. I have so many clients who have families who are trying to quit their crappy nine to five, but they're stuck in that. I have enough money to pay my bills, but not enough to take my family on vacation. Like that hurts, that hurts the soul and the spirit so big. So, um, God, I just, I honor that person. And the other thing I'd say is make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are going to lift that up, who are going to pull that out of you, who are going to hold you to take action in that. Um, now we got the 18 year old, right? <laughs> Sadly, social media and tell me if I genuinely tell me if you guys agree, but social media has made it seem like you have to already be really, really successful or else you're already behind the, I even came, I'm 30. I walked into adult life with that mindset. I'm already behind, right? I didn't allow myself to go to parties. I didn't allow myself to, I didn't even allow myself to finish damn college because it was like, no, I gotta go. I should already be on everything. I should have it all already, right? You see these kids who are like 15. It's like, oh, multi-million. It's like, uh, what? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, first of all, that pressure is robbing you of your happiness and joy. And I paid that price so early. I'm not kidding you. I at eight, I really did decide I'm doing this forever. I got home from school between 11 p.m. and midnight at 12, 13, 14, 15. Like I, I gave up all my joy and happiness. And I can tell you now I have to intentionally choose to put myself in environments that are fun and exciting because that coding, that, that mindset, those neuro pathways that create in our brain, when we say the same thing over and over and over again, I'm still undoing those. And thank God my, my fiance is so alive and excited and fun. Cause it helps me get out of the house. But so for that 18 year old, the first thing or 15 year old, the first thing I'd say is you got so much time. And I know you hate that answer and I don't care. You have so much time. You've got so much time. And from there, it's learn how to be the best version of you because your parents already imprinted their crap on you, even if you're only 18. So it's so much easier to undo all the trauma your parents gave you from their parents and their parents and the generations and generations. Like we do trainings with 18 year olds and we do trainings with 40, 50, 60, 70 year olds. The 18 year olds are done in two days. They're like, this is easy. What going? Yeah, sure. I'll change my whole mindset. I've only been here for two years. Who cares? Right. First, the 50-year-old, 60-year-old men who are like, I I have all the evidence that this is the best I can do, right? And so first thing I say, go, go learn how to have a really epic mindset that's rooted in service. Go live a life of service. Go find a way to help other people. Lights you up, helps other people. And my business comes in with the strategy. That's why I love my business because you got to figure out what lights you up and how you help people. That's just go risk in it. Go move to New York. If you want to be on Broadway, go to find a way to get into MIT. If you want to go be in a, like do the crazy risky thing. Cause you figure it out. What 18 year olds need about a thousand bucks a month to, <laughs> to be able to live. Like, how nice does that sound? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, tell me one thing. Uh, what do you think, uh, technology, uh, role in, in, in our, in our lives in, in, in today, like, uh, what is the role of technology? How will you define it? Like, do you think uh, technology uh, in, in this age, technology is a way to 
to be able to fulfill our dreams hmm. or not like hmm. uh what's yeah. the importance of technology you know every single thing on our planet has a supportive and unsupportive side every human trait has a supportive and unsupportive side right so when i look at something like technology you've got a really supportive side and you've got a really unhealthy side right and so yes it's probably the most easily accessible addiction on the planet right now and no one i, I can't sit here and say that it can't change your life because it's changed mine i run a completely online business i can travel the world um i can take care of my family i i all because of my online business right so when i think about the power of the internet and what it's providing the ability to go learn anything you want at rapid speed right it's incredible on the other side we've talked a little bit already about comparison and how easy it is to get lost and stuck in i'm never going to be that so i might as well stop and the problem is that everyone's willing to show the good but they're not willing to show the ugly so it's just so internet social media right it's just become this glorified i mean so many coaches in my industry it's what i hate about what i do to be honest with you post the numbers of money that they make but they don't show how much ad spend it took to get there right and so many of them are in the hole but it looks like they have a seven figure business but their ad spend was 2 million and they made 1.5 like that's that's really going on because this pressure to be successful is so big and so massive and so you know when i think of technology yeah it has the power to change the world it is changing the world at a rapid pace right the the amount of knowledge and freedom that 18 year olds do have you can go become successful at 18 because it's possible the internet says it is right um because uh, all 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 of uh, uh all the successful teens uh got success using technology some of them uh, just opened their e-commerce stores some of them just invested in crypto and did a lot of things so i believe uh, all these stories are related to uh, related to technology so mm -hmm. like for, for all at least for all the teens yeah uh, the story we, we we used to listen okay 13 years guy uh, and 200 million dollars <laughs> it is oh, it's just not gonna give it, no matter if you're 18 or 80 it doesn't matter money's not gonna make you happy right yeah we look at i think i think boxers are one of the most powerful examples they go from deep poverty. Uh, uh, it's it's most common in boxing, deep poverty to making millions of dollars because you can win one fight and you all of a sudden are making a lot, a lot of money, right? And boxers also have, they go to jail, they they have domestic violence that like, that also comes with it because that drastic swing in, in making money, it's not going to make you happier. It's not going to make you healthier. It's not going to, it's only going to actually amplify what's not working and how you're already showing up. So yes, is money incredible? Yes. Is it incredible that 18 year olds are able to invest in Bitcoin when it was $3 and, and now they, you know, have tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. It's incredible, but none of it matters to your level of fulfillment and happiness. And I think it's, it's almost more sad because they have some so many less tools, so much, such a smaller amount of life experience in those moments of struggle. That's where your character's built, right? Like if my parents paid for my life and then all of a sudden I became successful on my, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the character that I do. So yeah, that, that makes a lot makes of sense. sense. So like, I would ask you, so just to wrap this up, like, what is your final message for everybody listening? Like, what is your message to 
everybody that's listening to this podcast? I'm going to give you two because one's near and dear and close to my heart right now. And then the second one, we'll see where that one comes from. But the first is in our society, when we don't know or understand something, our go-to is judgment. If we can shift that go-to to curiosity, the world we live in would be so drastically different. And so the first thing I want to just leave people with, if like I can just implant something in your mind, is when you are uncomfortable, when you don't know, when you don't understand, go to curiosity because judgment is just going to make divisiveness stronger. It's just going to create more hate, more misunderstanding, and the world's going to get uglier and uglier. But if you can find curiosity in why am I uncomfortable what is what am I experiencing? What am I seeing? How can I learn from this? What is similar in these experiences? If you can begin to ask questions like that, you're going to see that one, it's so much easier to love and it's so much easier to be loved. And isn't that all we want anyway, right? Just to be loved. So you know what? I'm gonna leave it at that because I think that that's, that's everything right now, especially in the world that we're seeing, right? Like just, it's so easy to pinpoint what's different, but there's, so much more similar. Have you ever seen that the chart that's the x-ray of a black person, a white person, a gay person, a Jewish person, right? The x-rays are all the freaking same. We're so much more similar than we are different. Um, and I, I do I do think the generations that are younger and younger are going, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Who cares? Do your no, thing. No, 100%. And, I, and we can relate to this because like for me, it's like, I'm in America, I'm Jewish, Kasimis, Muslim is in Pakistan, and like we have a great business partnership. And it's like, we don't even like think about it. like, we're just people. Kasim always says, he's like, all these conflicts in the world are just governments. People get along, Pakistan, India, America, it doesn't matter. People are people. And people really forget about these small details that we really have so much in common, regardless of, you know, the differences that the media or the world wants us to actually think. Yeah. Look, if you want to be successful, it's going to take a massive amount of courage. And I'm going to tell you, if you don't have the courage to see people as equal, you sure as hell aren't going to have the courage to be in front, in front of a boardroom, to be in front of your dream woman or man or human, to be like, you're not going to have the courage that you need in those moments. Choose to courageously be accepting, open, compassionate, loving, like that's, that's life right there. So first of all, just acknowledging the two of you for your business partnership. I didn't know anything about that. And that's, that's amazing. It's incredible. It's what the world needs. So uh, congrats on that. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you, Brad, for joining us today. I really enjoyed it and I learned a lot. So yeah, thanks again for your time. Of course. Awesome. Thanks for reaching out. Of course. Have a good day. Thanks, man. Thanks, Brad. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.